Bigfoot Club, Season 2, Episode 9. This is Robert Jesse Dominguez, and with me is... Coming from my home, <laughs> And also... It's Ash, coming from my home as well. <laughs> hey, guys. You're always from your home. What are you talking about? Yes. Well, I mean... That's true. So? So, um... I, I, I have to start I have to start out by saying this is... This is really different, yeah, and it's really weird because I'm not I'm not in in studio behind the mic, so we'll just, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, this is um, but I'm, this is I'm our happy sec- to be back. This is our second show that we're doing a call in. Last week was Stephen filling in for Chris, uh, and then uh, this week we're doing Chris from the call in. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I was going on that one. So, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm calling in because we're because of what we're not going to talk about. That's why I'm calling. In. Yeah, well, we can talk <laughs> so, about it a little, bit. but we're not going to talk about. It. I mean, we can. I just don't want to like. It's just it's is well, it, yeah, yeah, it's just changed so much on our stuff right now. So, it's yeah. us. Oh come on, give me a break. What are you doing over there, man? It, <sighs> he didn't turn his. Alerts off before hitting record. I know. Are you revealing? Are you revealing the letters? Yeah. On, like on the prices, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Not the prices, right? The prices. Little fortune. The prices, right? Come on. Well, I I, I got the audio on, uh, and I forgot to take the notifications off on my Facebook stuff, so you can <gasps> you can hear the notifications. But I'm telling. Anywho. So unprofessional. I know. I'm so unprepared. I'm so unprepared. Such we got to get another okay. person on the board. I'm not prepared either. At all. So. <laughs> well, maybe like just a tiny bit, but like yeah. mostly not. So, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about there's There was like some videos. Well, I guess since we're going to talk about Bigfoot first, let's just go ahead and go to our intro for Bigfoot. Bigfoot intro. Here we go. Here we go. So, we're going to talk Bigfoot. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so, um, I'm, you I know. i tell you, man. I, yeah? I got to, I got to, because that is the creepiest. Every time we play, we haven't played that in a long time. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's been a while since we played that. But, man, every time I hear it, it's freaking creepy, man. It is, and it's, uh, and we can talk about it later, but. It's there's a, a copyright thing because like we're we're posting on on YouTube now and so there's copyright stuff so I've I've opted to use that one for now until um and we'll and we'll talk about it later on the show but yeah but there's creepy there's um there's like a multitude of and you know I'm I'm a big fan of Coast to Coast uh, website and I I use that that website a lot on on information and what's going on in the world and. There's, uh, I noticed that there was, we were jumping on last week, the, the Colorado peeper stuff. And, um, and I kind of skipped over these two stories because I I thought the Colorado peeper was more important. So I jumped on that one first, but then I said, okay, I can go back to these, these two, these two, two, three stories. And, uh, there was, uh, on coast to coast and I, I already posted it on, um, the Facebook 
Bigfoot group page and also the the Twitter page too about uh, multiple Bigfoot sightings reported in Oklahoma urban wilderness area. Did you guys get a chance to see that? Yes, I did. Yeah, the Turkey yep. Turkey Mountain. Yeah, you guys want to comment on that before? Well, I want to say you probably got God a little bit. <laughs> But I think it's funny, yeah, personally, and I think it's a, an interesting take on, you know, kind of bringing awareness but keeping it a little light. Yeah, Chris, you want my 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 first my first thought whenever I started reading through this was, oh man, Stanley made it to Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That was my- you know, I'll say this because I actually lived in Tulsa for like two years, and you know, it, it's 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 feasible because like there's a 50 mile radius around Tulsa that there's like sightings on either mm-hmm. side, you know, north, south, east, and west. And when I saw this, I said, mm, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I was a little meh because if you go, you literally cross the border in Oklahoma right now. So yeah. To the southeast corner or whatever. It's everywhere you go. Yeah. Every every store, every gas station, all the house, not every house, but a lot of them have like the little silhouette cutouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very yeah. marketable thing in, in Oklahoma. It, it wasn't, days. I'll say this, it wasn't that rampant when I was, I was there in, let me see, 09, 2010 and it wasn't that rampant then so it was it was um it's interesting though i mean it's interesting area so and this was posted on coast to coast on march 31st turkey mountain wilderness area in tulsa oklahoma on um yeah on uh and i you know like i said i have it on the bigfoot club facebook page so any 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 um listeners want to go to our facebook or twitter and and look those pictures up it's uh it looks, it just it just looks like a costume to me. <laughs> it, well, that's what I was saying about about standing making it to, to Oklahoma because if you look at the first picture on there, the one that circled, mm-hmm. it it looks like he's doing his little dash into the woods to, yeah. uh, to get ready to to hold his camera. That's what it looks like to me. This looks like a person <laughs> in a costume running around in the woods. Yeah. Well. So, and I think the second one is just him, you know, hanging behind like some. Thin trees, just just chilling. yeah. He's like just chilling. Yeah, I don't know. It just to me, it looks like a person in a costume. <laughs> well, do you want to give spoilers or? Yeah, go ahead. To go further into it, okay. Yeah. Well, if you uh, hop on over to the parks Facebook page, you'll see about two, three, four new postings about mm-hmm. this same. Creature. <laughs> and, uh, what does it say? It, it, it's. You know, hang on just a second. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Hang on. If I can find it. But, um. <laughs> but the Turkey Mountain Urban Wilderness that was, was posting it, and I thought it was pretty funny. So. Oops. Where's my alerts? I'm so unprofessional, too. <laughs> there did, I, tr- I, I tried to turn it off. It didn't do right. All right. So. So. 
So, if you look down here, and you scroll down a little bit, I don't know why I'm doing a voice. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. We see. What is it? They have the very first post. Well, not the first post, not the fifth one now, but yesterday it was the very first one. It says social distancing Sasquatches here. (laughs) Yeah, they're not taking it seriously. Yeah, no. (laughs) I don't think that any of it is real at all. I think it's all been just kind of a little fun little PSA type thing you know um for the for the park because unfortunately people don't necessarily listen to guidelines so you gotta kind of put a little extra thing out there but um yeah you know i'll give it to them they had a lot of a lot of people going for a little while yeah it was they you had a, they added some humor on it i, yeah. I get it i, I like mean, that they they the way they went about it they didn't just go straight into oh this is what it is like oh look what happened Wait a minute, we caught up with him later over here. <laughs> yeah. He's got something to tell you guys. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm going to give this a, a pass. So. A pass? Well, obviously, because. I think they were just having fun with it. Well, it is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. The whole thing is just like a little fun little PSA thing. Well, you, were, you were saying, you're Chris? You're gonna give it a pack. I'm gonna give it a hack. I, I don't. I don't think it was in. You know, just the way that was the way that was posted and the way I'm reading it. It just doesn't seem like it was like they're purposely trying to do it. They were just. No. Well, I, 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 I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess a pass because a hack would be somebody that's trying yeah. to deliberately put it out there yeah. as real. Yeah. So I got you. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change it to a pass. Yeah. So. That was that was pretty funny. That's yeah, the I first mean, story that I saw. And it's I, humorous. Yeah. So I said, uh, I'm going to pass on this one. I'm going to do the Colorado Peeper last week. So, <laughs> well, so. well, now you know. Because when I was looking at it yesterday, I was like, did you know <laughs> that they full on admitted that it yeah. was a hoax and it's just a thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little little advertising fun thing. So there was another story on Coast to Coast that I thought was kind of interesting. It was... Um, <laughs> no, it, it was it's it's titled uh, Bigfoot sighting Ra- rattles witness, and it was posted on Coast to Coast on March twenty fourth by Tim Banal, uh, and it's in Littleton, North Carolina, Halifax County. And before we go any further than that, I would just say I was doing my due diligence, and I looked up on the BFRO, uh, North Carolina, Halifax County, and there's like zero Bigfoot reports ever ever. So, so, this so ever, 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 ever. <laughs> yeah. What about the surrounding counties? Uh, there was, there's, there's some. There's like some dating back in like the seventies. Okay. So there's, if not, there's not a lot of activity in this area. So it's probably got developed and, but um, but I just wanted to play really quick, um, <laughs> this a segment of this. Um, I just thought it was. Is, I don't know what else. Yeah. Alright, so we're taping you now. Tell us what you saw. I know I saw Bigfoot. And that was just no, no more than, what, 20 minutes ago? That's right. And that's off Moore Street? 
Tell us a little more. Well, he was blind. He was all bent over. He had me. His feet was real big. All right, I'm gonna stop it there. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Um, I, I hate I hate to laugh because if this man is legitimately freaked out and yeah. scared, I don't want to laugh at him. But <laughs> it's freaking funny, man. Yeah, his, his feet are this big. He said he had he said he had he had really big hands. His feet are really big. Um, he that's all he noticed. <laughs> so no, right. no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He didn't. He noticed well, he, more than no that. nipples. He, he, he said he was black and bent over. His feet are really big. <laughs> the guy's Poor name. Guy. The guy's name. Uh, should should I say his name? Should I should I say? His name? Well, it's on the it's on the thing. Okay, so, so his name is Jesse Walker. Uh, and uh, he was, to be honest with you, uh, the guy that was doing the interview was named. His name is Stephen Barcelo. He's the owner of the Cryptozoology and Paranormal Museum in Littleton, North Carolina. So mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of convenient that he was there and was able exactly. to. So yeah. the museum is it in the same location, or did he just like like how far apart? I think it's like it's it's within the city limits. It's like I think the same place where the the sightings had never occurred before. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) guess what? We need a sighting for our museum. So yeah. I don't know. That's just a red flag to me. If 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 you listen more, if you listen more to the the interview, and I'm not gonna play it all, but if you listen more to the interview, the the Stephen Barcelo says it's the fourth sighting. In so many weeks, and this is the only one that I saw that was posted. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know if he's got any other ones that maybe you know someone just brought it to his attention. But there is there is another sighting like in November, I believe it was November the seventh, two thousand nine. It was posted on Coast to Coast, and it was also posted by Tim Banal, um, and Stephen Barcelo there doing the same interview on mm-hmm. on YouTube uh, with an ebony bird and. Uh, the the posting it's titled "Driver Spot Sasquatch Crossing the Road in North Carolina?" Question mark. So yeah. so if if you listen to her, she actually goes into a, a really big long spiel on where she was, where she understood where the, where that museum was and what it was, and that she was living with her mom for some reason because her house is getting built, and she was going to a lot of detail. Right. And then she's turning off the street, and she said this thing crossed the road, and it was standing in the middle of the street. And the thing that caught me is that she said it was like five feet tall. Really? Five feet tall, a little bit bigger than me. That's what she said. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it was. I mean, a, it was a hobbit, I guess. I don't or is it BB? <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a little baby yeah. sash. <laughs> so it was a baby swatch. So she was driving, I think, whenever she did the interview. So I mean, it. it, it I'm not just. I'm not saying that this guy is manufacturing this stuff, but it kind of sounds like he's manufacturing this stuff. <laughs> so. I don't want to say that that's what he's doing, but <laughs> that's what he's doing. Because like he was interviewing her while she was in the car. Like he came over to the passenger side. He was like had his really? camera. Yeah, had his camera, and made it seem like that it just happened. And she just was just like this other one. Yeah. So. And then, then immediately the first thought is, I have to go to this museum to see this guy. No, the fuck is not. Maybe in a couple of days. Yeah. I don't know. So. He interviewed the guy 20 minutes after the supposed, yeah. the, the supposed sighting. 20 yes. minutes after. Yeah, supposedly, actually, the guy walked over to his museum. 
or drove over there. And yeah, that's, was, that's what I'm saying. 20 minutes after the... <clears throat> so, I actually went online and I looked up the cryptozoology paranormal museum in Littleton and it I looked on the, I looked on the website and it's it's a pretty good decent website but uh, I went to about us and went to see when they were created and they don't have any of that stuff so yeah it doesn't I was looking for that too like when it was founded um like when when they started it when their website was yeah. I couldn't find anything and I went to the to the videos uh portion of it and they say they have like I don't know. Let me see. There's like six videos, but only one of them played. Yeah. And it's like a minute and 37 seconds of this, this couple that has some janked up wannabe castings of these feet. I don't know. It's yeah. Just a bunch of, bunch of hoopla. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny. Most of the stuff. I mean, it was, I mean, it's entertaining and I, I get it. And, um, I don't know. I don't know how to take it. So I don't know. I think I think this what I would call maybe a hack. I don't know. I, I mean, I just think it. I don't know. What I do think you? it's they're 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 searching to they're 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 trying too hard. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, to to get stuff for their museum <clears throat> and. I mean, if if it was me, I would I would go. I would go to the BFRO and submit this report and see if the BFRO would take it. See if they take it and um, they'll take it. They might. They might not. I don't know. It just depends if you they got someone know. in the area. Yeah. Like if yeah. they if they if, if the BFRO thinks that this is a good sighting, then they'll send someone out. But if not, they'll just take it over the phone and go, "Okay, just tell me what you saw." Blah blah blah. What county? Where at? How tall is it? Okay. All right, I'll post it. I mean, that's kind of what I meant. Not necessarily. They send an investigator out, but they, yeah. they're pretty good about taking, which is good and bad. Yeah. They take pretty much everything, so, map it out. But, um, well, if they, if they watch that video, I don't, I don't think they're going to send somebody out <laughs> based on that video. <laughs> yeah. If, if, that's what they're, if that's what they're putting up, are we sure to get out there? I don't think it's gonna work. So I mean, the guy, the guy had a good set of hair on him, though. His, his hair, Man, his hair looked good. You know, he's an older guy. <laughs> yeah, he did have a he, he did have a good a good mop on top. I mean, it it didn't look like a toupee or nothing. It looked good. I mean, it it was combed. There was I mean, I'm not making fun of him. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sorry. <laughs> You're giving me that you look. You were calling him Christopher Walking's dad earlier. I, I wasn't going to even say that. <laughs> I, I wasn't even going to say that, but I said that I'll, <laughs> I'll show him. Like I don't see it. You know. but his hair looks like Christopher Walking, I guess. I don't you know. You think all gingers look alike, too? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. He's Does got a fever. And the only thing, yeah. the only prescription is more cowbell, dude. <laughs> Does your mother know how to sew? Tell her the story. Damn, tell her so that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I guess the next is the Sasquatch is the only prescription. So. Oh Lord. Uh, oh that's man. Too funny. Yeah, and we're so stupid. So, uh, sorry, I'm so stupid. I shouldn't call us all stupid. No, stupid. I mean, that, I don't know. I mean. 
I, I get it what they're doing. I get it. They're right. They're trying to like they're trying to make you know he's trying he's trying to create a buzz and I get it. But I think there's if other ways of doing it. It's bullshit. Yeah, there's other ways of doing that. All that. Yeah, there's legit. There's legit ways of doing it. Ask Todd Standing Not, what that does for you. Yeah. Not getting Christopher Walken's dad. But. <laughs> Would Christopher Walken's dad even be alive? No. Probably not. He'd be like you know, 130 or something. Because, <laughs> I mean. That's a really good question. Because, I mean, dude looks good for his, you know, looks good, but he he's probably not the youngest of people. Yeah. You know, you no. Know, no. Anymore. If he's, if he's Christopher Walken's dad, what's, what's his name? Uh, Christopher Galton. <laughs> I would imagine, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite story about him, about Christopher Walken, was that he used to lie about his birthday all the time. Be like, oh, I'm really sad. Just everyone forgot my birthday, like when he was on a movie set or something. Yeah. Nobody knew, and then they'd throw him a party. It didn't matter when. Yeah. I'd just always get these birthday parties. What? Just fucking with people. <laughs> What what I think what I what I the couple of things that I didn't know about Christopher Walken until I saw like like some like in depth interviews with him is that number one he 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 doesn't he didn't never he doesn't know how to drive yeah he doesn't drive yeah at he, all. Never drives. he never yeah, drives he never drives and when he was doing I can't remember the name of the movie that he was doing where it was like the Sleepy Hollow version of it. Where he was like the the headless horseman. You mean Sleepy Hollow? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if it was called that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Sleepy Hollow, the Tim Burton one. The and he played the he played the headless horseman. The one with Johnny Depp. And he he never he never rode a horse either. Yeah. And he he didn't ride a horse. He just rode on like like a mechanical type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And which I thought was kind of odd. And I said, man, that's. He was he was good in that movie. Yeah. It, that's kind of that's funny too because um, I don't know if you ever watched the. Uh, prophecy trilogy that he did mm-hmm. with yes. Gabriel. Yeah, yes, I love Gabriel that Gabriel didn't know how to drive, so that was the reason why he would always get, like, the half-dead zombie people or whatever, bring them back to life and yeah. be his little his little bitches, because he didn't know how to drive a car. That's right. Because he was an angel. Right. But really, he yeah. couldn't drive. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. If, yeah, I, wonder, I wonder if, like, they wrote that in because of him doing that, or that was just a yeah. happy coincidence, you know? Yeah. That's 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 a good thing. And another thing I didn't know yeah. about him is that he was he's a tap dancer. Oh yeah, I didn't that know that. Boy Slim video. Yeah, and, and not until I saw that video, I said, "Man, is that, is that, is that a body double?" Or no, that was really him. Yeah, yeah. He's really, he's really talented, man. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's really talented. Yeah. But what I think, what I think is, is the most the, the coolest thing about Christopher Walken is he found his niche, and every single movie that he plays in. He's the same character, and I love it because yeah. he's, he he found he found his groove, and he stayed there, and he just he, he's got that this cool this vibe about him, man. He's one of my favorite actors. I, I really like Chris yeah. Walken a lot. I you know I really loved him in um, I think it was uh, Mousetrap. He was he played the exterminator <laughs> in that one. Yeah, and the mouse yeah. the mouse trapped him into some yeah. some trunk, and they got him out, and he's his horse fiendish. I won't do it. <laughs> he's funny. I don't even know what that meant. So. I just I like I like hearing stories about people working with him because he just likes to fuck with people because yeah. he can just like he plays it so straight and just says like some offhanded shit all the time, and they'll write it in the movies a lot of times. I can't remember. Yeah, they 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 do that all the time. 
I, I don't think there's probably a movie out there that he's done where he had just ad libbed something and they're like, okay, just keep it. Yeah. You know, because he's he's so he's so freaking talented. <clears throat> and if I mean, if Christopher Walken says something, he's gonna put it in the movie because it's gold. So. He, he he also did he did uh, Joe, Joe Dirt and there's did? A, yeah there's there's a there's a <laughs> there's a line that I to this day I still use and like it was the scene where he's talking to Joe Dirt about uh, that serial killer and he you know he did some bad things he says nothing happened he goes the past is a past presence now yeah <laughs> no like he used to say that back home and I'm in Kansas yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, how did we talk? I just started talking about Christopher Walken. Because you said that guy looked like his dad. His dad. Oh my no, god! No, you know my chemistry teacher. Well, I didn't have him for chemistry, but one of our science teachers, what we had, um, Mr. Dykes. Mr. Was Dykes. Mr. Dykes. Mike Dykes. Yeah. Mike Dykes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was cool, but he was. That's who he uh, reminded me of a lot because he had that really. He was from Louisiana, I do believe. So he kind of had, I mean, <clears throat> not the same timbre, obviously. There's, mm-hmm. no, but you know, kind of had that same way of talking, and he always liked to fuck with kids all the time, just yeah. because he could. And you never knew if he was telling the truth or if he was just he's bullshitting. And uh, that's yeah, yeah. He he would be like, that's, when you watch when you watch interviews with Christopher Walken, you never know when he's serious because he's a, he's the same. He just he has that same just. <laughs> Just zone, and you're like, is he being serious or is he lying? Because you never know. <clears throat> yeah, it's like it's like he's always in character all the time. So, yeah, but he's he's freaking awesome. Okay. So so okay. his dad saw Bigfoot. Yeah, that's how we got on. His dad that's saw how we got on the <laughs> Yeah, and he told me, but it's like you're talking to my guy all wrong. It's the wrong tone. It's the wrong tone. So he's my family. <laughs> what if we're his family? <laughs> oh man! So you guys hugging uh, in there? Okay. You know they made a second one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Not up to par. Yeah, I, I never saw. It was it. a time trip. Like he went back in time. I didn't into the seventies in a tornado, and I'm like, why did they? That's I don't understand. That's why they. they I don't know. I you know what I I knew it came out, but I'd never watched it because I something told me not to, and I and I, I watched it. I think I was just hanging out with our uncle Marty, or at his house, and it was just on TV, and he thought it was funny. So, <laughs> oh, so. We're just like 20 second, 26 seconds 26 in. Seconds. 20, 26 seconds. 26 seconds. So. You only got four minutes to save the world. Uh, I don't know why I went there. Yeah, we don't, we didn't, we don't have a lot of Bigfoot stuff today, so. We don't have a lot of, not a lot of anything today. <sighs> we, I, mean, I was going to say, I don't. Go ahead. I don't know if we have a lot of anything. Well, we, we definitely, we, we definitely have to talk about WrestleMania. I got about four half-ass ideas with, uh, and I mean, I just. Four and a half. I can't concentrate on anything worth this shit right now. Not yeah. to, that thing that we can't talk about. And just yeah, like, that thing we can't talk about. Uh, we can talk about it, crap. but it's just kind of yeah mess with my brain where I just can't. <clears throat> I got the uh, anxiety attention deficits. Attention deficits. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's plural. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you guys wanna wanna jump subjects? Show. 
But show. Show enough. Whisper, you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, we're going paranormal. The paranormal. Boom. Um, Ash had the idea you gave me this idea about talking about airports that were haunted and I that's a subject that I I, you know I never thought about haunted airports so well I don't remember what it was but I saw kind of something in passing about um, the O'Hare airport in Mm -hmm. Chicago yeah and I don't really remember what it was but there's been a few things in the area that not just haunted, but just paranormal in general that happened at that same location and then kind of stemmed off. I got to the pain looking at other things in Chicago and mm-hmm. stuff too. But um, yeah, the Air- O'Hare Airport, you know, um, one of the reasons why it could be haunted was in, you know, in 1979, they had the, the, the crash of Flight 191 mm-hmm. where... Um, Oh, how many people? Let me see. That's a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a plane crash. I think it was like some 30-odd people died. Uh, oh, no, no. It says all 100 or 271 passengers, crew members were killed instantly along with two residents in nearby trailer park, result, resulting in the deadliest air disaster in American history at the time. Man. What, what, you know, what year was that? In 1979. 79. I was eight years old. Uh, how old were you? Mm. <laughs> mm. I, I was negative four. <laughs> negative four. Yeah. born in the Oh, 70s? actually, you said seven. You said seventy nine. Yeah. Seventy nine. Yeah. Oh, I was negative. I was negative two. Negative two. I think um, I've, I've flown to Chicago twice, and I never went to O'Hare. I always landed in Midway for some reason. I guess because I bought a cheap ass flight. Midway's though. I've never, I've never been to Chicago, so I have not either. I want to go. I got a couple of friends there. I tried. To I just want to go there for. I want to go there for a big deal. I went for for stadium. Yeah, I, I never, I didn't get a chance to do that. I was there for. I was, I was standing up in a wedding, and I got there, and the fir- the only thing, the only free time I had to go do, I wanted to go stand next to Michael Jordan's statue. Yeah. And it's oh, I, yeah. I didn't realize that that's in a really bad part of town. Oh yeah. And so, yeah, their their stadium is in a straight ghetto. Yeah, I I drove up to it. I didn't drive. I well, my my friend drove up to it, and we got out, and the whole stadium had a fence around it. <laughs> you couldn't even get in there to go take a picture. I said, "What the hell?" Because someone stole that basketball one time. <laughs> that was on Shameless. Where, uh, <laughs> yeah. Frank stole the basketball off the Michael Jordan, and then they pawned it. He sold it. I remember yeah. that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch too many episodes, but I watched that one for some reason. Well, that's why they have the fence up there. That guy's a hustler. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you have any more um, airports? Then? Uh, well, another bit on that. In 2006, the big the big thing that's like, is attention is there was a big UFO sighting there. Um, mm-hmm. Happened November seventh, two thousand and six, around four fifteen p.m. It says a total of twelve United Airlines employees and a few witnesses outside this airport reported UFO. Um, the FFA 
declined to investigate the incident because the UFO was not seen on the radar and it was called a weather phenomenon. Hmm, weather balloon? Mm. Weather balloon, yeah. Wow. Um, that's, that's their go to. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's a lot of detail about that. And that's the thing. It's just like so many people saw it. And yeah. It's very wildly reported. I remember it just be like, <gasps> You know, it happened. Yeah, they can't they they can't dismiss that. You got no. like multiple people no. seeing the same thing, and yeah. And I know we don't really talk about UFO stuff on here. I mean, I'm fascinated about it, but I don't know that much about it. So. Right, but I feel like a lot of times things like that go hand in hand, and also in the Chicago area, which this might have to wait for another show because it's a whole thing themselves that right. um, it's been well, it was back in two. In 2017 when it was really happening but it happened uh there were sightings in previous years up until then but this is when like the most concentrated was but they're uh they called the chicago mothman oh yeah yeah spotted in that area yeah you sent me that you sent me that article yeah so i don't know there's some there's some there's some stuff being attracted to this this area that Um, is weird because usually yeah that's strange Whenever you get stuff like that, like UFOs, it's always like near like a power plant or something or military base. No, something. airport kind of makes sense. Too. Yeah. It's like, oh, um, is this where we put this thing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But um, yeah, I think uh, as far as airports go in America, like the other than this one, the, mm-hmm. the, the most that gets talked about, I guess. I'm having a hard time finding my word. <laughs> How to put it. Um, is the Denver airport. It's yeah. Weird. That yeah, one, that, that one actually that one actually made the top five. Yeah, yeah. That, that one's on that list that we're going to talk about eventually. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. This Haunted airport in the world. Apparently there was issues in construction. You know why? Well, because it was built on Native American ground. Okay, well, that's you're going to have problems like that. <laughs> like this is like this 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 article is like very opinionated. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good idea. I've seen a meme. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's, the next sentence is this is always a good idea, as attested by the story surrounding the whatever that's called uh, Savana Boom. Yeah. So Savanabuhumi Airport. It's always a good idea. Yeah. But it doesn't say what kind of what kind of entities or what kind of things are going on there. I guess we gotta. <laughs> that's it. That's what I was, I was. In Denver. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. So okay. maybe you can look some stuff up, or I got it. I got um, or maybe the listeners can like uh, post some stuff on our Facebook and Twitter page. If you if you guys find any any stuff uh, about the Denver International Airport, post it on our page so we can. Oh, Talk about it and on another show. Okay. Up here right now. Um, okay. You know. Um, <laughs> it's from Mental Floss. The is it the five conspiracy theories surrounding the Denver airport? And whew, I don't know if y'all ever been there. I haven't been, but I have it. It's interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've never been there. Okay. Number one is the runway shape. And it says, although it holds underlining themes of various conspiracy theories regarding uh, that it was a fine airport that needed to be replaced, 
that the they said that like the way they um the runways are set up they're too close together for safe landing in bad mm-hmm. weather which happens about 150 days a year and cut the number of uh arrivals but um it says it if you look closely it looks like it's in the shape of a swastika hmm. which you know not defending swastikas right but before it was a nazi emblem it's it was is in several different regions and of course it was there's all different types it's a power symbol you right know? um the reason why it was chosen as a symbol for nazis it dates back to um that's a common symbol with the uh uh the aryan Race like the Celtics you know, and stuff, like the supposed uh, Atlantean descendants and stuff mm. that have traveled across the world. And blonde hair, blue eyes—it's it's very fascinating, and it's kind of hard to study because it talks about the swastika so much. So that kind of makes people go, "Hmm." Yeah. But if you look all across the globe, it's kind of starting from the Mediterranean area and spreading off into like Papua New Guinea and and even into New Zealand and parts of Australia that there are. People that have blonde hair, blue eyes, and get these certain genetic traits from this wandering set of people that they don't really know about, and they mm-hmm. the theory is that they're Atlanteans, they're star children, they're this other race, you know. Yeah, Prince Prince Namor. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to throw that in there. <laughs> but um, it says the floor has also has strange marking on it that people believe have elements uh from. Either it's from a new strain, a, a new strain of hepatitis, or it could also be a symbol taken from the Navajo language. Mm-hmm. And um, the next one is there's a dedication marker that uh, has a lot of of symbols from the Masonic community, mm. which. I don't know. The Freemasons? The Freemasons, yeah. 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 I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a lot of... Yeah. I don't know. I go back and forth on that. Because I grew up, you know, my, my dad and my my grandpa and my grandpa's dad were all Freemasons. So, I mean, I don't know. They to were, me, it's just it's something were, so benign. They were like bricklayers? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> there were these guys that met upstairs, and once a year they had a catfish fry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all. Yeah. That's all I knew about it. That, you was, know. that was the extent of it uh, from your. You know, I got, I got a couple books or whatever. <clears> but, um, <throat> the, the dedication marker, but it mentions, it calls it New World Airport Co- uh, Commission. It's an organization that doesn't exact, it actually exist. Um, and it has a time capsule that's set to open in 2094. The symbols on the marker are associated with the three masons. And, uh, 2094? Yeah, 2094. is there, There's a time capsule inside this. I'm going to be gone by then. This marker that's supposed to include. <laughs> yeah, that's, a long, that's a long time. A credit card, Colorado flag, um, the newspaper that it op- on the day it opened, things like that, you know. Um, mm. But, of course, they believe, you know, that it's something more nefarious because of <clears throat> it says some you know new world airport commons you know that whole thing is is not real yeah and then the next one is that there's all these underground tunnels underneath it all 
and allegedly whenever it was being built uh, there was somebody that reported it's like there's a whole skyscraper underneath ground like it's a whole you know building like raccoon city basically underneath and all these tunnels and stuff and it's like chances are it's just like baggage and whatever yeah but on the flip side there's a new world order whatever under underneath this airport they're gonna talk about gondolas too no okay <laughs> But the things that they come, they come from Kentucky, yeah, yeah, they come from Kentucky. It's possible, but the weirdest thing, and it doesn't talk about it on this page. I'll have to pull up another one. To mm. me, is the art murals in there, and um, they're. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna knock anyone's art. You know, I I believe that whatever express yourself, however. But it's right. just a little, like the themes that they chose. It just seems strange. Um, let me pull it up. Let me look real quick. Um, Whenever you get a chance, can you post it onto the Bigfoot Club? Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> but there, let's see. Pull up a couple. There's a lot of lot of images. There's one mural that has like a whole bunch of like people of different ethnicities, mostly children and stuff, are gathered around. This woman is very brightly colored, and um, <clears throat> it's called Peace and Harmony in Nature, and it's, it's awesome. But um, then there's another one that's, that's kind of similar, but there's it looks like a, a dead Nazi soldier mm-hmm. underneath them. <clears throat> and it's like, they're all really bright, and there's a rainbow over them. And then there's like this dead soldier with a gas mask, and it's it doesn't have like any obvious Nazi memorabilia, but that's what it looks like. So you it's kind of it, it's in the airport. It is in the airport. This is the mirror mural wow. in the airport. Um, that's weird. I never heard of that. Is, yeah, that's really weird. It it is. It's kind of like, and then you have this dedication marker talking about this new world order organization that no one that doesn't exist and no one's ever yeah. heard of. And then you have this mural of basically the people fighting what would be this new world order. Mm-hmm. And there's also outside and, um, it makes me think of on touch, go back to like a uh, Montauk, which I didn't talk touch on that, but I haven't got to this part of the book yet, but if you mm-hmm. look on the cover, there's the golden horse there's statue. There's a horse, yeah. And what Preston said was he got into that, you know, it, it talks about time travel, that he went into the future and he doesn't know where, but there was a burning city in, in front of it, like something, had, it, you know, post-apocalyptic looking area. Oh, God, look at stuff. But um, <laughs> he remembers seeing a golden horse yeah. statue. Well... Out in front of this is this creepy ass blue Go, Mustang yeah. statue. Which when I saw it, I was like, that's what it made me go. <gasps> this is, and that's what it made me think of. I mean, I don't mean to be a nerd. Is that that's not maybe it's a Bronco from the Denver maybe. Broncos. I don't know, but. but I mean probably that that's the inspiration, but the blue Mustang. Yeah. But it has like these red eyes and just the way it looks, if you look, you know, and we posted a link on 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 the Facebook page too. Okay. Uh, this this drawing, you know, um, yeah, that that Preston. It looks very similar, like the the <clears throat> statue isn't gold, but the red eyes and the position in it. And of course, you know that's kind of common too. Yeah. But they both look kind of mechanical. 
hmm. not necessarily like oh uh, you know horse, Nature. but just like like like, like kind of abstracty like robotish looking horse. If there were if, if there were three more horses there, then I would kind of worry. Yeah, <laughs> well, know? but in still in just like let's say theoretically there is this new world order yeah. underneath the Denver airport, which who knows why. <laughs> we need to get Peyton Manning to go that, investigate that. You <laughs> think he'd be down? Yeah. Maybe. You never know. You uh, never know what Peyton Manning's into. Yeah, he's he's in he'll sell him insurance. You know, do. I mean <laughs> God, I'm so over those. Like every, every you'll write them a jingle. The nationwide, <laughs> not an ad. This is not an ad. <laughs> but okay, let's say theoretically, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe Preston Nichols went into the future. New World Order had destroyed the city, mm-hmm. and that's all that was remained. Maybe he yeah. went to Colorado. Theoretically, you know. Um. That area, I feel, has a lot of UFO stuff going on, too. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not too far where Area 51 is. Yeah. The alleged new location of whatever, I guess you'd call it, Area 52. (laughs) Area 52. I don't know. It's somewhere else. I think think it's in Colorado. Yeah. If not, it's very close nearby, you know, in the Four Corner region. But, um... It's interesting. It's spooky, and especially that mural. Uh, please feel free to look it up and just just check it all out. It's just strange. It just seems a strange choice to put in an airport. It is. That sounds creepy. I mean, it's beautiful, but yeah. it is. It just doesn't seem like the right location. I don't see. I don't see that. You know, that's the type of art being in a in an airport. I, yeah. I see but, it like in a museum or yeah. But uh, I mean. Maybe it's like a rotating thing because I don't know. Yeah, I haven't been to a lot of airports, but you know, a lot of times they have areas where they have local artists yeah. display and stuff, whatever. But it's not a permanent mural fixture type like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just an interesting choice. Okay. You got any any other airports or mm-hmm. no? Not really. Except okay. for like the that list that you gave me. Okay. Um, we can run through this really really quick and uh, um. <clears throat> Because I, 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 you were, you gave me the idea, and then I looked it up, and I don't know how credible this is. It's uh, on www.skycop.com under Fun Facts, Five Most Haunted Airports in the World. And uh, the first one on here was uh, Daniel K. N.E.A., International Airport, Honolulu. Uh, they say it was opened in 1927, seeing how Hawaii was kind of hard to reach. Uh, to seize a, it sees a lot of traffic. It also sees a lot of a single ghost infest and infesting the premises. Uh, there's one story in particular. There's a lady waiting. Is a blonde woman with a white dress has been spotted in over an area, including the gate. So she was reported as a woman who took her own life after a man who promised to marry her had left on a flight. That's sad. That's a very, very, very yeah. common general lady ghost story. Yeah, that's like know? it's that's common anywhere. So yeah, it's like oh, <clears throat> even allegedly at my building wasn't that kind of the story that yeah the guy that supposedly killed himself which yeah. is bullshit. That building's only been there since 1997. Yeah, because like or the mid 90s. Yeah, and, you know a lot of our listeners don't know that you 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 work in an area where. You work in the field that I used to work in. Yeah. You, you work in security. I used to work in security. 
and I worked in security in Las Colinas and one of the buildings I was working, um, I took care of another building across the street where you're currently working now. And there was a rumor going no, around. You're, you're, in, you're in the setup. You should have <laughs> told the story literally. But anyway. So, um, so supposedly there was a guy that was in your building that mm-hmm. committed suicide uh, because he was caught cheating or something. And whenever I was working there, the building was empty. And whenever I was walking the floors at night, which I did once a night, there was doors slamming behind me. And I know, I don't know if you're, if you're experiencing that, but whenever yeah, I was. Yeah, but the deal is there's an insane problem with static air, too. Yeah. We have in, you know, I do my rounds, I go down the fire escape on those, but we have the, mm-hmm. uh, I guess they're in the little, that let air into the building, kind of. Yeah. But they knock constantly. Yeah. Bam, bam. Well, Anytime you open a door in that stairwell. Well, whenever I was there, there was like no walls. There was like right. the, the only walls there were were the the walls that were encasing the the elevators and the mm-hmm. and the and the walkways that go to the elevators. Everything within the space was all empty. There was nothing. There was like no sheer rock, no ceiling tile, nothing. So whenever I was walking out, like for example, I was on five going down to four in the stairwell. And the doors I just went through on five are now slamming. And they were mm-hmm. heavy-ass doors. So yeah. I go, what the hell? So I run back up, and I see I didn't see anybody there. So I go, okay, something's going on. So, mm-hmm. so and whenever I would get relieved in the morning, because I was there all night, whenever I get relieved in the morning, uh, somebody, the, the my relief would say, hey, did you meet our friend across the street? And I go, what? <laughs> nice well, of you to tell me. <laughs> so, well, I can't say yeah. no, yeah, because um, you know I've had a lot of a lot of that going on too. Um, where doors will open and some, but we do have a static air problem. Like yeah, we have a certain uh, car company that's in the building that their alarm kept going off because we were having problems with static air because right. their doors weren't sealing right. Um, but I will say this, and it's been a while since I worked on overnights, but um, right before. I came off of it. I was doing my uh, patrols. And it felt like on, like, for several weeks on and off, there's these, there's only one floor that has doors on the hallway. Like, mm-hmm. it's uh, where we have our security company. And I'm not sure it's for, from their setup or what, but they leave them propped open most of the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd walk by them and they, they creak and pop and stuff like they're right. moving. So, okay. And then sometimes I find them closed when they weren't supposed to be in. Um, okay, whatever. And I try to, because when you're up there by yourself, everything, it, it takes a little while to get used to all the all the noises and yeah. creaks and moans. So I just like, <clears throat> and then in that same spot, like in between the two doors I'm walking through, um, oh, it's probably been a couple of months ago. It felt like someone put their hand on my shoulder. Which hmm. maybe that happened. Maybe my clothes shifted in a weird way or whatever, yeah. you know, because it's the middle of the night. I'm sure I did not have enough sleep, and your mind gets the better of you sometimes. But yeah. <laughs> I avoided it the third floor for a little while. Not, I don't know. It's just this kind of one of those things like, I don't want it at my work, I don't want it at my home. Yeah. It's like, I, don't if, bring it home. I, <laughs> if I want to deal with ghosts, I will come to you. <laughs> Oh man! Um, yeah, no, 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 bring it home. 
Yeah. Bring you home. Which, uh, I mean, I yeah. think Aria, whatever. I don't know. Because you, cause you bring it home, and I come over there on Sunday, and I got to I gotta deal with it. I yeah. didn't bring anything. If there's anything here, yeah. it was already it was already here when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's so. Robert's fault, right? I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> again, because, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you're not going to see it until you look for it, and then right. everything makes you think that's, like, where your where your head's at is going to be that, but mm-hmm. I know we both have had like little uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like well, the door dinger. Why is the door's not open? Why yeah. did the or it yeah. looks like somebody walks through the hallway like like it it shouldn't. There's a wall there. You yeah. Know, every like, every like every time I wash dishes, I always see somebody on the right all the time, and I I think like sometimes you sneak up on me. I do. And you scare me sometimes. So. <laughs> I'm a ninja. Because you're quiet like a ninja. But uh, but there's times I think it's you, but it's not. And I go, yeah. wait. I go, wait. She's at work. Or she, when I was gone to Fort Smith, yeah. too. That that happened. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it could just be your brain gets yeah. used to that. Or you expect something. Or. I don't know. I don't either. So the, the Honolulu um, airport has, uh, aside from the lady waiting there's minor hauntings as well uh and waikiki's uh um shuttle there's wiki signing up is it wiki 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 um there's a there's a choking ghost that receives the name due to causing the sensation of someone sitting on their chest or choking this is also reports that toilets flushing by themselves for no reason throughout throughout the class of the of the boon rather than than be afraid. That's yeah. that's weird. That happens at my that's, work a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> be sitting there and I know there's nobody in the building. Yeah. I know nobody walked in and just <laughs> Chris, automatic toilets. Chris, you want to read the, the, the next one? Uh, Islamabad? Yeah, Islamabad Airport, Islamabad, Pakistan. Uh, Islamabad International Airport has come into operation only recently in 2018. The construction started in 2007 and supposedly took uh, that many years to build because of ghosts. People claim to feel a heavy energy at the airport and don't feel comfortable at the airport at night. Uh, the worker, workers also felt the good old pressure on the chest thing, just like in Honolulu. It seems that ghosts are franchising out. <laughs> yeah. People also shared rumors on social media of relatives working at the airport making claims of supernatural shenanigans. Hey, what's Security that guards are shenanigans. Shenanigans. Say, hey, what's that place you like? I'm sorry, I couldn't. That's what I think of every time. Super troopers. Yeah. What's that place you like to super go? Super troopers. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hey, look, security guards. Hey, that's what y'all actually is. Are reportedly losing consciousness due to ghostly presence, though this is probably more easily explained by the combo of boring work is done overnight in comfortable chairs. Mm. I don't know about Bullshit. that Bullshit. They don't ever give you a comfortable chair. <laughs> Especially in fucking Pakistan. Are you kidding sure, me? Sure, I know, right? What kind of chairs they got in Pakistan where they just I like, I don't know if- I don't know if Pakistan has comfortable chairs. I'm not sure. They got like buckets. 
Lone Star. <laughs> Which ain't much better than some of the places I've done it before. They five got a, they five got cards in a, in a four by four they shit. The, <laughs> they just lean against the wall. Yeah. So, yeah, this is, whoever wrote this is pretty funny, I have to yeah. say. But um, they, have, they definitely have their opinion. But, I mean, this is like a brand new airport. Yeah, and supposedly these ghosts have delayed it. It started in 2007, and these ghosts have have delayed the process of this airport being open until 2018. So you, heavy you, energy. I yeah. mean, that's that's pretty common if there's ghosts around. You know, especially if there's if there's like a a, a bad energy or or a, a, an evil president presence. There's, there's always heavy energy. So you I know. Mean, that's, that's, I'll say this. I'll say this that India and Pakistan probably have some of the some of the most credible videos I've seen of stuff moving by themselves. Yeah. I don't know if you guys they seen have a lot yeah. of security system. Yeah. So Yeah. It's kinda odd. And you yeah. know there's probably a lot of superstition and that's probably contributed to a lot of the reasons why yeah. it was delayed was people like, I'm not fucking going out there to work. You know what I heard my cousin say? Yeah, I'm not going out there. You cannot pay me enough money to go out there. <sighs> Chris, you want to read yeah. the next one? You, you're always good at reading stuff. Yeah, I can read the next one. The, uh, that one, that one's pronounced Campa Campa Gouda. Campa Gouda International Airport in. Sorry, somebody's hot riding outside. <laughs> um, Bangalore, India. So Bangalore may pride itself on being an IT hub. But it's Kimbagawada uh, International Airport, supposedly home to creatures more ghoulish than any Silicon Valley investor. Wow. The best, uh, yeah, the best detective story claims that there was a lady in a white sari on the runway. Uh, pilot called the airport staff to help her, but she vanished by the time they reached the area. It's not the only time she was seen at the airport. The staff claims to have seen in the seen in other parts of the area. She has also appeared in the cargo building next to one of the escalators and even the parking bay. Maybe she's waiting for a delayed flight. Very opinionated, very, this guy. Very yeah, he did, I'm, whoever wrote this is very opinionated. It's funny though. I like it. She's waiting a so, very long time. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is another woman. Another woman. Another it woman say, in white. Yeah, another woman in white. Uh, Wearing a sari, a sari. Yeah, that's Thank like you. the the you know the traditional, uh, like Indian yeah. women wearing the, the yeah. with the like the long yeah. scarves and stuff. Yeah. This next one, Chris, is pronounced Suba Naboom. Suba Naboom. Airport, Bangkok, Thailand. Suba Naboom is not just a haunted airport; it's actually considered to be one of the most heavily haunted spots in Thailand. Quite an achievement for a place that only started operating in 2006. Since then, it has been the spot of both ghost sightings and terrible accidents ascribed to malicious forces. Before, before the was built, that's not right. Before it was built, this place was known as Cobra Swamp, and it was also an ancient burial site. Well, there you go. That's a there were strange great combination incidents. there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's a good combo for uh, for some uh, for some ghostly activity. There were strange incidents and fatalities during construction. Ninety nine Thai Buddhist monks performed an elaborate exorcism. 
At the conclusion of the ceremony, a baggage handler claimed to have been possessed by the guardian of the cemetery, and that's before you get into the multitude of ghosts reportedly inhabiting the space. This one, this one to me seems so far seems to me to be the most legit. Yeah, um, because it's history. Like, yeah. yeah, because of the history of it. I mean, you you got a lot of cobra swamp, and then you have uh, an ancient burial site. I mean, that's you know, it, when I thought of that, I thought about uh, Brown Springs and the dumping grounds. Yeah. You know, the mafia yeah. dumping grounds out of Brown Springs. And that was your most, you know, that's where you, one of your most intense encounters was yeah. in Brown Springs. And, I mean, of course, when you throw dead bodies in a place, you're going to have, you know. Yeah. Have activity there, so. but, but this place, was, this place, Boom, has probably got like more history than Brown Springs ever had. So oh, absolutely! I, I imagine, yeah. I imagine it's probably heavier than anything if we were to go yeah. out there. So, because I mean, you're thinking Brown Springs was like mob. They, they, they. Yeah. Not saying, not saying that it's that's not horrible that the mob is killing people, but. If you can imagine what this, this in, in Bangkok, Thailand, what was going on in this ancient burial site, what was, you know, who was getting thrown in there and what was happening to these people to get there, I don't know, man. It mm-hmm. might be, it doesn't say what kind of ancient burial site, but right. who knows, it's probably have got... have a lot of detail, but I mean, if you know anything about Bangkok, there's a lot of nefarious yeah. things going on there yeah. too, anyway. Yeah. It could be a similar so, situation. A lot of cultural cleansing and... Probably just that's tr- a lot tribal of tribal wars. stuff going on. Yeah, tribal yeah. wars and a stuff. Lot of, yeah, a lot of tribal stuff going on, and you know, so to me, out of the out of the ones that we've read so far, this yeah. one this one seems to be the most legit. And then going to the to the last one, we've already we've already yeah, talked. Yeah, we already really talked about that one, the Denver one. Yeah, it's the Denver International Airport. So they didn't they didn't have too much detail on that one. They didn't. Yeah, not. for what funny, it, for what it is. Yeah, yeah, they didn't really. We had to lean on you again. I know for what yeah. for what Ash was talking about. I mean, you think they would put some of it on here, but what's funny is um, the last little paragraph under it. He says the most usual spooky things um, you can expect to encounter at an airport is a flight disruption, flight delays, cancel flights, and overbooking is a lot more common than ghosts. And while Skykov in no, is no Ghostbusters. We definitely know how to deal with flight compensation claims. Claim compensations via SkyCop and up to six hundred dollars in compensation may be yours. Yeah, I thought it was funny that they threw their little their little ad in there. Yeah, he was so. <laughs> he he was also saying about you know more you know um, than any Silicon investor. Like he has something against people that was money or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was, I was, He's, he's going after the people with money, so I'm still a confound. Very, very opinionated. It's time for giving. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's euros, six hundred euros. Like so this, this this must be somewhere in in Europe. Yeah, it says six hundred. Six. I said six hundred dollars, but it's six hundred euros. Yeah, in compensation, maybe is. Compensation. So I would I would like to. Well, I like think to this know is this like is. a little. Uh, oh. Uh, the website just deals with like different kind of flight type things. Yeah, it's probably 
It's probably like a jump off point for like, you know, flights or something or hotels.com or something. Yeah. You can get yeah. compensation or something. So I just, I just thought it was funny that they, they threw in their, uh, their little advertisement at the end of a, a ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to an airport and go see Honda. Oh, let's buy some, let's buy some flights while we're well, in I, Yeah. I vote for Denver. By the way, we can't, reasons. we can't yeah. help you. We can't help you beat up ghosts, but we can help you with your flight disruptions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you or a loved one experienced a haunting, <laughs> you could be entitled to some compensation. Yeah. <laughs> Free flights. 600 euros. <laughs> um, so. I know... I know we don't really get a chance to talk that much about wrestling, but this this weekend is WrestleMania weekend, so um, yeah. I, I want I want this platform to talk a lot about it. If that's okay with both of you guys, hey, yeah, I guess so. Let's, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Wrestling. 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 We're going to talk about some wrestling. So this is uh, WrestleMania 36. This is probably the most strangest WrestleManias I have ever, ever, ever watched, been a, you know, been a part of, been a fan of. Strange. So you know, um, it reminded me of watching it. What? It's like you remember like really, really late night on Saturdays they would show the... <laughs> The like the smaller on road shows that weren't necessarily meant for TV. Yeah, and there'd be like forty people there, and yeah. mostly just like parents with kids. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Honestly, and there's, there's like a rope, a string around the yeah, room and stuff. yeah. <laughs> it's like like someone's warehouse or something. And they come on super super late. Yeah, early, that, that would be on, that would know. be pretty awesome. Yeah, I I'm not sure. Did you did you guys? I know. Ash, I know you didn't, but Chris, did what? you did you get did you get a chance to watch the first night of WrestleMania? I no, I no, didn't. I didn't. Um, I didn't watch it, but I did uh, check out the result, and uh, I saw what happened. Yeah. Um, so supposedly, this uh, WrestleMania was was pre-taped. It was pre-taped like last week. Um, there was there was all the matches were, were pre-taped and they had you know each one of them has you know depending on their SmackDown and Raw they got like um the certain SmackDown and Raw commentators and then Vince uh, supposedly the rumor was that he put this in order that he wanted so mm-hmm. what we have right now the product that we're watching or the, what happened yesterday is what because none of this was like taped in chronological order it was just they just did a bunch of matches taped them mm-hmm. and then he just edited them and the way he wanted it so. Interesting. So there was a couple changes. Yeah. There was a couple changes on it, uh, and we can go through the list really, really quick. Uh, or we got an hour to kill. So um, I just wanted if you get y'all's take on what y'all thought about that. I mean, because because um, like only only WWE and AEW are the only ones that are putting on shows right now. Right now, Impact is broadcasting stuff, but they they record weeks and weeks ahead of time. Right. And Ring of Honor's not doing anything. New Japan's not doing. NWA's not doing anything. No one's doing anything except for WWE and AEW. So, just wanted to get y'all's take on that. It, it it's interesting. Well, I know AEW 
is whooping WWE, in my opinion. Yeah. Because so. um, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, it's, they're doing like two or three like live and like you know matches on, but they're showing a lot of like old product, like a lot of old WrestleMania stuff. And whenever they do that, I get up and I go like put a load of laundry in. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I go like you know go make a sandwich or something or (laughs) so. So um, Saturday night had had the opening with Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross defeated the Kabuki Warriors for the women's tag team titles, and I knew that was going to happen because um, I can't think of the girl's name, Carrie Sane. Her contract's coming up, so I figured they were going to drop the titles to Alexa and Nikki. So, and she's got that awesome song going around. Right now. Yeah, so <laughs> I love it. I don't care. Yeah, I'm a big Nikki Cross fan. I I think she's a good looking woman. It's just me, but so she's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, she is. <laughs> but I, what I think is cool is they put her with Alexa Bliss because Alexa Bliss, she's not crazy. She's, yeah, you know. She's really calm and cool, and um, but Nikki Cross is insane. You know, I, I, I would just say this because, like Alexa Bliss, before Ronda Rousey showed up, when she was one of the, she was a headliner. She did a lot of like main events and uh, did you know a bunch of hot shows, like you know main events and stuff like that. And I know she got hurt, so something's going on with her because they 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 tagged her with Nikki. So she doesn't get a lot of wear and tear. So to me, that tells me that she's not extremely confident or not all the way 100% there. So whenever they stick you with a tag person, person like that, and you've been a, like an independent you know, performer the whole time, that kind of tells me oh, yeah. that she's not all the way there or she's not 100% yet. So that's just my my point of view. That's possible. Well, you, you know more about it than I do. I just thought it would... Because they wanted to push Nikki Cross, and I mean, if you want to push somebody, you you put them with with one of the biggest stars you got. Yeah, and you know she's a draw. She's <laughs> she's easy on the eyes, and she's you know she's a good. She does a good. Um, she talks good on the mic, and so she gets pop. So yeah, that makes sense. Because they put they put Nia Jack with uh, with Alexa Bliss whenever yeah. she was. Whenever she was starting to catch fire, yeah, and so, but she didn't. She didn't do much. Nia Jax didn't. Yeah, but she just. She wasn't like. She wasn't that good. So I, I don't think she was that good on the mic either. That's probably why they 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 that, put her with with Bliss. So yeah, because she wasn't. She wasn't good on the mic at all. Uh, but Alexa, she's she's good at everything. So the, so. the second match was. Um, Elias and King Corbin, and I know King Corbin's not—he's not really happy with the the deal with Elias because you know he was a—he felt that he was a main eventer. He was doing a lot of main events with Roman and mm-hmm. Seth and stuff, and now he's—he says he's, you know, because whenever 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 you do like a storyline, you you do like maybe two or three pay per views, and then you move on to someone else. Right. So he's off of Roman. He's off of Seth. You no, know, he's got—he says he's got to start back at the line. Start with Elias. So, yeah. so. Okay, he, he he dropped big time when he went to Elias. I yeah, can tell you that. yeah. So Elias <laughs> defeated him uh, last night. It was kind of odd because because right now Elias is a babyface, and before the match he 
hit uh, King Corbin with the guitar before the match started. So that's, that's. I wish that they would quit fighting with instruments. <laughs> like, what was it? Like, a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago when they had all those, like, yeah. cellos and shit, and they're just beating the shit out of each other with fucking orchestra instruments. I know, I don't and get like, that. Why are you doing that? That's so wasteful. I know, that's like music teachers across the Like, the America was like cringing every time that happened. I was cringing. <laughs> yeah, but those, you know, those instruments are just. They're like the crappiest made instruments there are. So I hope so. <laughs> but there's, just, there's, there's, But I get it. I get it. Don't it destroy didn't it. Seem to have any relevance either. Like, what? Who thought that up? And why? Yeah. Why? Well, at least, at, at least Elias's guitar goes with it's, his it's character. Stick. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. Yeah, that it, just made me think part, of that. It just popped in my head. Yeah. Like, remember when this I, really weird thing happened, and we don't know why. Which I guess that's kind of yeah, kind of expected from this sort of yeah entertainment yeah <laughs> stuff out of left field sometimes. Um, but that's that's WWE though. Yeah. They do a lot of stupid crap just for no reason, just to do it. And I'm like, yeah. What did you? And it went on I'm, forever I'm, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy that uh, that King Corbin got beat because I can't stand that now. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big Elias fan, but. I really can't I, you know, over. you know what really what makes me upset is that there was a I think it was last year Elias had a really good pop and he was really popular and he was getting the crowd and then they didn't push him and then they stopped pushing him and I just thought it was done. Well, they, he kind of just he kind of just dropped off yeah. like out of nowhere. He just kind of boom just left and I'm like, what the? So, but they do that too. They do that too. That's WWE. The 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 third match was Becky Lynch versus. Shayna Blazer or Basler or Baszler. I don't know what her name Baszler. Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Uh, she she used uh, to be a UFC fighter. Becky Becky uh, uh, retained the title and beat her. But here, here's my thing on it, and I'll I'll rant on it, and then I'll shut up. But uh, Shayna, she, she's a great athlete. She's a great athlete on NXT, but she's in NXT, and she's not a main roster for WWE Raw. Yep. And whenever, yep. whenever you give her an opportunity – with Becky Lynch, which is one of the hottest women, the only probably her and Charlotte are probably the two hottest women in WWE. Yeah. And, and whenever you skip over all the other talent and you bring Shannon Blazer and that hasn't done her deal or hasn't yeah. been on the road with the main roster girls, that's like a big slap in the face. To me, that is. So I'm, I'm, is. I'm not it's happy huge. with that. She didn't earn it. No. She hasn't done anything to earn getting to fight Becky Lynch for the freaking title. Yeah. And that's what pissed me off about Ronda Rousey when she got in there. Yeah. Two matches and she's already fighting for the title. I don't care. I don't care who yeah. you are. You should have to earn it, man. So, so I don't know if I was like, if I was like Dana Brooke, if I was uh, Italia, if I was Sasha Banks, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I'd be pissed. It's, it's, pick any one of them. Pick so. any one of them that's been on the main roster. Yeah, that's traveled and been on the pick any female on there that's been on the main roster and traveled and, and, and done all the shows and done all that. Pick any one of them, I'd be pissed. So that's that's my rant on that. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna shut up on that after that. So, Dang, tell us um, how you feel, man. It's, it's your show, <laughs> you can go as long as you want. Um, the fourth one this was next one. This, this next one irritates the fire out of me. Yeah, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryant. and. Uh, Sami Zayn beats Dana Bryant, and 
that that one is I don't know what to think of that one. So what 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 why well why you know Sami Zayn hasn't really he hasn't really wrestled anybody or done anything. He's I think he's been hurt, and he's they've been putting him at as manager for. Um, Shinsuke and Cesaro. Yeah. And so he's been doing the mouse talk because like Cesaro doesn't talk well and needs a Shinsuke doesn't talk at all. <laughs> so no. he's their mouthpiece and he's been and now he was he gets to wrestle a main event. About Cesaro about Shinsuke I'd be pissed. Exactly. That's so. what I'm saying. Here's the thing. I will never deny that Sami Zayn is great on the mic. Yeah. The guy is incredible on the mic. But if I was Shinsuke and if I was Cesaro, I would be absolutely beyond pissed yeah. that this guy that was just managing me because he couldn't wrestle is the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. What? Come on. So that one, that one, he, he, he gets, he beats Daniel Bryan. He gets, Daniel gets, you know, um, Cesaro in Shinsuke Nakamura attack. Um, I can't think of the guy's name, his friend. Um, I can't think of it. the guy that's running with Daniel Bryan. Anyway, so so they attack Daniel Bryan's friend, and then uh, so yeah, Daniel, I can't Dan, think of his name right now. Daniel Daniel gets side, you know, he gets sidetracked, and you know, Sami Zayn pins him, and that's it. So that was awesome. So anyway, awesome. So the fifth match was uh, it was supposed to be for the tag titles, and it was a, it was a, it was a six way. It was supposed to be a six-way. It was uh, John Morrison and the Miz, the Usos, and uh, and the and the New Day. So the rumor on this one was um, Miz got sick. Really? Yeah, he got sick and he had a fever, and a lot of people were pissed. Off. A lot of people were pissed off about that. So I think oh, he, he got fever. sick. He got he got a fever, and they sent him home. And uh, no, those people can get happy in the same pants they got pissed on. Yeah. So are you fucking kidding me? So supposedly, yeah. supposedly Ray Mysterio got sick, and then I think because I'm not I'm not sure because of Miz, and then yeah. um, Dana Brooke got sick because Dana Dana's supposed to be in this the match right now that we're watching, and she got pulled out because she had a fever too. So that was the story. So well, I mean. Don't take any damn chances. That's so yeah. stupid. Yeah, no doubt. Well, that's why people got pissed off at Roman for pulling out. Come on, man. Yeah. Hell no. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Those people that got yeah. pissed off are assholes. He could have died. Yeah. But it's freaking stupid. He just beat cancer. Come on, man. So this match was... Why, why chance it? This, this match was a three-way. It was, it was Don Morrison versus Jimmy Uso, Jimmy Uso versus uh, Kofi Kingston for the... For the tag titles, and it was it was a ladder match. It was actually a pretty good match. It was actually it was probably this is probably like my uh, in the in the the third best match of this this Saturday night. So that was actually pretty good. Uh, Morrison um, he pulls down the belts whenever they were all all three of them were grabbing the belts and they knocked him off the ladder and he was holding on to the belts. So he pulled the belts off and fell on his back. <laughs> And it looked it looked like a bad fall, but you know he retained the titles, so that was that was pretty interesting. So I don't know, I was pretty happy with that. My friend, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm okay with with Morrison winning. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. so this number six one, I know you're going to be excited about Chris. Oh, my favorite, <laughs> Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. This was actually the second best match I thought in my mind. Because it was actually really good. It was it was a it was a, I think it was a no no holds barred match. It was um, 
And uh, well, no, it was a regular match, and then they, I think, uh, no, no disqualification. Yeah, it was, it was a no uh, DQ. Um, it was a regular match, but then uh, Seth accident, you know, he disqualified himself, and then they changed it to to a, to a no DQ. And uh, I thought it was pretty good. Kevin, Kevin got on. I don't know how he climbed on top of the WrestleMania logo, but he did, and he jumped off the top or off, off the the logo onto the table that Seth would lay on. And it was like it was epic. It was actually a really, really good match. So um Kevin Owen beats I don't want that I don't want that big dude falling on me, man. <laughs> yeah. It's actually pretty good. And then uh number seven, which is I know your favorite one too, Chris. Um Braun Strowman that stepped he, Braun Strowman stepped in for Roman because Roman didn't wanna didn't wanna wrestle and uh he, yeah. he fought uh Goldberg for the for the SmackDown Universal title. And for the love of God Goldberg, he, he didn't even last five minutes in this. Um, when has he ever? I know. When has he ever? He's never been. It's he's so the guy annoying. that comes out and leaves, you know? <laughs> it's like, our surprise guest is, is gone. This is for the Universal Championship. Yeah. Okay. And, and Braun Strowman, don't get me wrong. Braun Strowman's put in his work. Braun Strowman's been there. Yeah. He, he deserves a shot at it. I don't yeah. have a problem with that. But to to have it to where he wins it in five minutes, yeah, it's just that's so. Those matches like that need to be thirty minute matches, man. Yeah, Good. they need to be just <laughs> beat the crap out of each other, tear each other up, and then have a winner. Not five minutes. Yeah, this one was like I, I can sum it up this whole this whole match. It was it was three spears and four power drives, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Goldberg. What more do you need from a Goldberg? <laughs> I know. He comes out. There's a big explosion. He vapes, and uh, <laughs> he does. Yeah, that was the coolest thing about him. Was like oh, he breathed the smoke. Yeah, his entrance is one of the coolest. Yeah. It, it is. It is. It's really cool. Oh, it's but like, <gasps> his entrance. His entrance lasts longer than his matches does. Well, yeah. Because he's the badass man. He's on the, you know. Yeah. Who's next, right? If a title is on the line, it's got to be at least a 30-minute match, in my mind. Yeah. So, Um, I'm okay with Braun Strowman winning it. Yeah. I just don't like the five minutes. It's stupid. Yeah, I, th- I think if, if they were at, I mean, if this was really WrestleMania and there was really fans, they probably would, you know, they'd be happy for Braun, but they'd say this this match sucked. Yeah, but uh, that's it, just it me. Probably, it might have been different if there's a crowd there too. Yeah, you know? yeah, I mean, probably. It feels like you know it's probably going to be hit and miss a lot right now because they're figuring out. I mean, this is a new way of doing it that yeah. they've never done before. You know, um, so it, it's probably going to be a little, a little shaky. Yeah, for a little while, but it is interesting to play out, and you know, good or bad, this is going to be matches that people remember for yeah. forever, just because. Of what's going on, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, um, this final match for Saturday night was actually my absolute favorite. It was like so, it was, I'm telling you, it was so awesome, <laughs> this match. And I didn't think it was going to be a match. And I thought it was Undertaker versus AJ Styles with uh, the Boneyard match. I didn't, was, I didn't watch it, but I watched the intro with the Metallica <laughs> song where he's on the motorcycle and shit. And it's like, <laughs> this song's not that great, but this is cool. Yeah, he, <laughs> which I was really happy. He came. He came out as the American. He didn't announce he's coming out as American badass, yeah. but he's pretty much the American badass. 
and he yeah, was, it was it was cool as hell. I I loved it. I mean, this reminded I don't know Chris if you saw this, but it, this reminded me of Final Deletion, uh, Matt Hardy, uh, and on on Impact. I think it was I think it was Bound yeah. for Glory. So it reminded me of that. It was like it was vo- it was very cinematic. So and I love the music that was on there. So. <laughs> so yeah. it was just, it was it was it, it kind of remind me like you know kind of mid 90s whatever yeah and it was like when they really i think like they released the album didn't they at one point <laughs> with all the the intro music and yeah. stuff because there's you know a lot of a lot of acts were into it man and like uh they had their own version of this song for this intro yeah. and whatever and i think metallica's done it a lot too i think uh oh god i can't but there was a version that they did for, um, I think it was back during the Attitude Era when their mm-hmm. songs and they played it like at uh, at, at Woodstock or, or at Lollapalooza or something, and it was like so fucking badass. Yeah, you know, um, so <laughs> it, it had that that element to it, like this old, the older like eighties, ninety rock and roll. Yeah, it was. It was. It, yeah, it was a great match. It was. Um, they had like pyros and they had. Um, uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson was there to help out AJ, and, and you know AJ was talking a lot of smack about like prior to this match, he was talking a bunch of smack at to that I've never seen anybody talk about like like the Undertaker's personal, like his wife. They were talking about he was talking about uh, Michelle McCool, and he was showing videos of the Undertaker and uh, Michelle McCool doing stuff for like um, endangered animals and stuff like that. So he was playing at and making fun of him and saying that, you know, he can't come out of the house without uh, Michelle McCool saying it's okay to make money or something like that. So, mm. <laughs> so it was, it was pretty funny. And then, then uh, the undertaker did a um, uh, return promo. I think it was like last week. And he was talking about um, AJ Styles uh, TNA run that, you know, that, that, you know, cause AJ AJ says that he's he's the best in any era and against anybody and <laughs> and Undertaker was telling them that you know hey you, you know you couldn't in your prime you couldn't anybody. go you could you couldn't go up against Eddie Guerrero um, no. uh, Shawn Michaels you know Ric Flair anybody like that so he was he was you know which he made a, a jab at him at his teenage stuff which I thought was kind of cool so yeah but um here's here's TNA's biggest mistake was getting rid of a, letting AJ Styles walk. Biggest mistake ever. Yeah. So, anyway, I had to throw that in there. Um, whenever you get a chance, you really, Chris, you really need to watch this match. Whenever, whenever. Oh, I'm, 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 I'll, I'll watch it. I'll it, definitely it, watch it. It was, I'm telling you, it was really good. It was, had really good music, had really good angles, and, uh, the, the, what I loved about it also is <laughs> that, Whenever, whenever Taker was was giving it to AJ, AJ was trying to run. You know, he's I'm literally sorry. trying to run. And he was, I'm sorry, that what? sounded so bad. What Taker was giving it to old AJ? And, you know, that just sounds dirty. I'm sorry. It was. It was dirty. They were. They were. On, they were in dirt. So, <laughs> but uh, he was. He was like. He was like going to town on him, and he's like. He he kept telling them. He kept telling them, AJ, you can't. You can't run, AJ. You can't run. And he was telling, he was telling AJ, "You wanted this, hey. You wanted this, hey. Hey, man, hey, wake up, come on. <laughs> you wanted this, so it's getting worse uh. in my head. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that. It's interesting that they can probably go more cinematic. Yeah, that aspect too, since they don't have, and if they do go continue to do the pre 
recorded stuff. I mean, that's one aspect that's pretty, pretty interesting that can make it more like a telenovela. Yeah, type that's thing, you know. Um, yeah, that's the rumor. Yeah. That's the rumor they were giving that they were going to go more cinematic. I imagine this match right now, uh, Cena versus uh, Bray Wyatt or yeah. the Fiend, is going to be cinematic. So uh, that's what I'm hoping for. But that was actually that was the conclusion of the first night, that was, which was great. I loved it. So, and we can go into the the second night because we're halfway through the second night right now. So, uh, on a pair. So, so the the first match was it was Liv Morgan versus Natalia. That was that was an okay match. And uh, I think I think Liv Morgan won that one. Yeah, she won that one, and it was it was okay. It yep. was okay match. The only reason why Natalia is there is because she's the heart. Yeah. And then the the second match, I believe, was Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> that love triangle one. Otis. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. So. Aww. Yeah, they were there. I don't know. I I I kind of feel bad for Otis because he they kind of made him into like a. A funny shtick, and I know that's not what he wants, and right. but he's just doing but, it anyway. I mean, if that if it gets him to where he wants to be, yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta take your lump sometimes. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, well, here's the look, look at look at Dolph Ziggler. He was the freaking cheerleader. Yeah, when he came in. Yeah. So, and look where he's at now. You gotta pay your dues, man. Well, it, this. I mean, they're well. They're, not all of them have to pay their dues. Yeah, so he, they should. I mean, they're gonna do it because they're number one. They're pushing Otis. They're pushing Dolph. They're pushing uh, Liv Morgan. They're pushing. I can't think of the other girl's name. Um, the girl with Liv Morgan. Um, I can't think of her name. Anyway, so they're pushing all four of them in the storyline. So it makes sense. I just feel bad because I know that's probably what not what he wants. He wants to do tag stuff and he wants to wrestle and. Be a big girly guy, but you know, hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do that. You gotta do. I mean, well, right yeah. now he gets to hear, carry a hot chick around a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's the name? I think uh, Otis. Otis ends up winning this one, so I don't. I wasn't watching it all the way, but. I think he won this. He he won this one. The next one that they they showed was um, Bobby Lashley versus Alistair Black, and that was this one was kind of odd because they they didn't do any build up to this one at all. They just kind of just paired them together, and um, Alistair Black is the guy that they're they're pushing really really hard. They're pushing really hard. He's he's, he's the one you really like, right? Yeah, I like him a lot. Um, I like his song. I like his shtick. Uh, I like his uh, his MMA style. Uh, he has a, a roundhouse kick called the the Black Mass, which I love. And um, he beats Bobby Lashley pretty good. I think Bobby had the the match. Uh, he had the match the, the whole time. I think like the last five minutes, Alistair decides to start beating him, and and he does. So um, I I thought it was cool. So so Alistair took it. Yeah, he took it. He did a roundhouse kick and pinned him. And then uh, this one went on a while ago. Um, the Raw Tag Team titles: Angel Garcia, Austin Theory versus the Street Profits. And they, this one was like another one that they they kind of just threw together too because I think they didn't have any people, they didn't have any people here uh, there to to step in and and take them. So I think um, 
I can't remember who was supposed to be original. The original guys that are supposed to take on the Street Profits. I think, I think it, it might have been. I think it might have been uh, Andrade, but I think he got hurt or got sick or didn't want to do it or something, so he he dropped out. So um, I thought, yeah, I thought he got hurt. He, he did, but he he came back. He came back. I think like, oh, a, okay. like three weeks ago, okay. and um, okay. so the Street Profits. I think I'm not sure if they actually won that one. And then uh, there was a fatal five way a while ago: uh, Lacey Evans, Sasha Banks, Naomi, and Tanima Snuka with uh, Bailey. And to be honest with you, I didn't even watch that one. So that one was like I don't know. To me, that that tells me. <laughs> That you don't really think that highly of your, of your SmackDown champion to go one on one. You have to put in like four other girls to right. do that one. So, yeah, <clears throat> I think it's kind of a gimmick too. I mean, I've noticed that there's a lot of a lot of the girl matches seem to be yeah. all the look at all the hot chicks yeah. rolling around and yeah. stuff and pulling hair and blah blah blah. I think it's, yeah, it's a stick. And that, yeah, that's another thing. If the title's on the line, it should be one on one. Yeah. It should be the champion and the number one contender, and they go at it. It should never be a fatal yeah. five-way where anybody can pin anybody and win. I hate that. I hate yeah. that. That just diminishes the, the, the title. It just it makes it not worth anything. Um, I didn't... Whenever, whenever the, 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 the show started, um, Edge was fighting Randy Orton, and I didn't... There, there were... I think it was like a false count anywhere match or... Something like that. Know. They were fighting all over the warehouse, looked like it. And then, but I didn't see who won. Did you happen to see who no. won? <laughs> so, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention either. I was, attention I was either, just thinking, but, hey, I'd get in the middle of that. But that one's probably one I'm going to go back and look at that one because I'm I'm a big Edge fan and I I, I wanted to concentrate on the show and I didn't I didn't watch it. So, but it looked like they were fighting everywhere on top of cars and top of warehouses. You know, you know what's cool about that is is. Edge was hurt for so long, and he comes back, and he goes into one of those matches. Yeah. That's pretty stinking mm-hmm. awesome. It is. It is. And that's that says a lot about his conditioning and um, the medical Yeah, how that he far got, he's so, come. Yeah. And, and how much work he's put in. Yeah. Because Edge, Edge, I know Edge is your favorite, your favorite, mm-hmm. but he's, he's definitely one of the greatest, greatest wrestlers in WWE history. Yeah. And I, I think it's so cool that he worked so hard to come back. Because he's been out a long time, man. Yeah, and and he put all that work and all that that effort to come back, and, and his his first big match back is in there with with Orton and uh, and kicking each other's butt. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> and then uh, this one, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mention this one earlier. This one happened earlier. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley's uh, another NXT. Uh, yeah, she's no, an NXT champion, and so rather than whenever, because I think Charlotte won the Royal the Women's Royal Rumble, and she had their option to either pick Bailey, yeah, uh, she she could pick Bailey or she pick um, the man, but she decided to pick Rhea Ripley to push her, and I don't like again, I don't think you know, like I was saying earlier about Baszler, I don't think that Rhea Ripley has earned the right to go on WrestleMania. That's just me. No, so that's actually to be honest with you, it was actually a good match. It was actually a really good match, very, could, very entertaining. So good, good for that. But you have the greatest female wrestler in your company right now fighting yeah. for the NXT title. Yeah, 
that's uh, Charlotte. You talk about a smack in the face. Yeah, Charlotte won that one. So to me, that's that's a step down. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's uh, I don't get it, man. That's just <laughs> that's what irritates me about WWE. Yeah, they do stupid crap like that. Um, and, let me see here. Uh, also, right now, what's going on right now is um. John Cena and the Fiend are having. Uh, looks like it's a. It don't look like it's a match yet. They're 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 running through Cena's um, evolution. Like so, Cena came out like he dressed whenever he confronted um, Angle for a ruthless aggression. Oh, okay. So yeah. he he came out to the ring and it looks like it's like 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 cinema cinema feel to it. And he came out to 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 talk to Bray and Bray disappeared and then. Now he's he's out in the ring talking to Bray and his 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 uh, thugonomics right now. So that's hey, what, uh, that's I gotta, what no, go ahead. I gotta cut in here real quick because I know you'll like this. Um, uh, Britt and the kids are sitting in the living room right now and they're watching uh, David Blaine Street Magic. Oh, they really? And he's he's doing magic on Justin Timberlake. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do my deal now. Dang it! Yeah, you're you're late, man. I know. I love that one. <laughs> I had to, I had to say because I looked up. I hadn't been watching it. I've been, I've been yeah. on the computer looking at it, but I just happened to look up and he's doing a trick on Justin Timberlake. So, yeah, I had to put it in there. So, but anyway, yeah, they're they're they're, they're doing an evolution of of Cena, and isn't so, it like a fire Firefly Funhouse or something yeah. like that? Once at the turn, yeah, I think so. I think I'm hoping they they do it off out of the ring somewhere, kind of like the, um, the Boneyard match. So, and they're yeah, and they're yeah. run, they're running through like Bay uh, Bray Wyatt's background and what he used to be Bray Wyatt, and and then they're running through the background of Cena as well, but. Um, I don't think they actually had the match yet, so that's kind of interesting. I think this is, uh, and the, after this one, it's going to be, um, it's going to be Lesnar versus uh, uh, your boy, um, Drew. Oh Drew, yeah, Drew McIntyre. I'm really excited about that one. So, I, you know, I know you don't like him, but I feel really bad for him because this is his moment, man, and it's like he's not going to be able to do it in front of a crowd. And I know that's, you know, he he he's going to probably say. This is what he wanted, but really, you know, every person that dreams about main event at WrestleMania, you you dream about the big venue and uh, attendance record and the crowd and all this stuff. And yeah. it's, well, especially your first time. Yeah. Your, your first time and you get to be the legit main event Yeah, against, against Brock Lesnar and you're doing it pre-recorded in front of nobody. Yeah, you know, but on so. the flip side, and I kind of mentioned that to you the other yeah. day that it will be remembered. Yeah, for forever. Yep, that's true. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's gonna be. I mean, it's the first time WrestleMania has ever been like this. So yeah. you're gonna, you're like you said, his their stamp history is already yeah. is already there. So. I mean, this is gonna be this is gonna be forever. Notice as the absent, the absent WrestleMania, but I mean, um, it might not have been great for them experience but, wise. It might not have been what they wanted, but right in the end, but nobody's gonna forget it. Absolutely. Yeah, everybody, everybody's gonna remember it. Yep. So, 
So hopefully, I, I hope as much as as much as I do not like Drew McIntyre, I hope he wins the speaking title. I hope he beats Brock Lesnar. Yeah, because I cannot. He is by far number one, just most disliked wrestler in the world is Brock Lesnar. Well, hope, well, hopefully him. this will this will push Drew uh, Drew McIntyre over, and he'll be a bigger draw than than Brock, and they won't need Brock anymore. I, I, you know what? I would rather have Drew McIntyre than Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I know, I know, um, Bobby Lashley's been screaming, man, that he wants to take on Brock. But, well, you know what? He deserves it yeah. more than Drew McIntyre does. He does. Yeah. He absolutely does. You know, for but it, Drew, Mc, Drew McIntyre draws more. Yeah. That's why, he gets, that's why he's getting it. So. It's got, man, they're, Cena and them are doing this weird NWO, WCW deal right now. I don't know what's going on, but anyway, sorry. Yeah, we need to go back. I'm, I'm, I keep going back. I mean, they're doing a lot of shit. Man. I know they are. It's, it's interesting, but you so, know, you know, Cena's got his 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 an actor. Bring yeah. back right. the attitude era. Bring back the attitude era. <laughs> <laughs> so bring it back. So we are in. Let's see here, we're one one minute and forty seconds in. Forty seconds. <laughs> So we we've gone over a lot, man. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about? Dark you know, Side I think I think what I think this is the most wrestling that we've covered in a long time. Man. Yeah. What were, what so were we saying? have to address WrestleMania. What were you saying, Ash? No, oh, I was just going to say since we got a little bit of time, and the only thing I can think about, you've been watching uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yes. a lot. Yes, yes. You guys want to talk about that? Oh I, man, I, I haven't I'm gonna watched it yet, but um. The, I watched the Benoit one. Yeah. And you, you guys go ahead and talk. Wow. I, gotta, I have to step off really quick. So you guys go ahead and talk. <laughs> Is that part of the show too? Did, did you watch, did you watch the, the Benoit one? I haven't, but, um, I mean, listening to, uh, it was Jericho's podcast about, uh, I guess it was the guy that, that does, it was on there and he was talking about it a lot, but I haven't watched it yet. It's on a to do thing, you know, yeah, I got a lot of time there's, right now. Yeah, there's two parts to it, and and both of them, you know how like in a, in a lot of like when I have like a one part and a two part, either the first or the second part has like all the good stuff in it. Yeah. Well, this one, both parts are just phenomenal, and they're they're done so well. They're they're done so good, and uh, um, Jericho. Uh, has has a lot to do. You know, Jericho is one of my favorite wrestlers, and yeah. he has a lot uh, a lot of input. One of the things I like about it at the first, like in the very beginning, he's like, if, if, if you don't want to hear, you know, the bad stuff, if you don't want to hear it, then just turn the TV off right now because I'm just gonna felt like it is, and they really do. It's man, it's I, I want to watch yeah. the other one because this one was so good, and yeah. I, I knew what I knew what Benoit did. Right, but I didn't realize I didn't realize the depth uh, that how deep it went. Yeah, I didn't, right. And it was. I think it's it, something it was that wow. Yeah, that, that that and you know I haven't I haven't watched that, but you know uh, um, I've listened to different interviews and different yeah different people from that knew him or did or just from like that that type of not necessarily wrestling but fighters to talk about it and um. You know about about how 
that sort of thing can happen a lot of times with people that have experienced brain injuries. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, then I'm not sure if they touched on that a lot. Yeah, they did. They did. They okay. did. They, they, they did. They actually, well, here, they actually had like a brain guy right. on there talking. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like but that, the thing is, yeah. Okay. Um, well, when it, not not just these sports, but when it comes to any any type of right. sports, anything that has yeah. injuries and yeah. stuff like that, this I feel like this is a very very important thing because it has so many adverse effects later on. I mean, you could be knocked out once in your life and then have yeah things that echo throughout yeah, your entire it, life. Your whole yeah for the rest of your life yeah. But the the thing is is they they a lot of people just wanted to throw it off as as roid rage right you know there was. So much more into it than just yeah. just Roy Rage. Yeah. It was it, it's so much deeper than just oh he freaked out because he was on steroids. No, yeah. the dude had some heavy heavy mental issues uh, going on. So yeah, I think the, um, the, the, the thing the thing that really creeped me out about it was, and I'm not going to give it away because I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But the two things that he he looked up before before he went ahead and, and did what he did. That really was like, okay, this guy is, uh, this guy's lost his cookies. So, you know, uh, a lot of times those type of injuries lead to an onset of dementia and yeah. Yeah. He might've had no idea that he was doing what he no. was doing. That's what, that's, yeah, he, that's what that brain, the brain surgeon guy or the, or the, yeah. the medical examiner was saying. And I feel that's a conversation that a lot of athletes need to pay attention to. And, you know, that we talked about, I, I've talked about it a lot, you know, um, about older fighters coming back where it's like, it's great. It's exciting, but it's like at what, yeah at what cost, especially in like in the UFC, you know, um, yeah, I'll use an example like uh, Chuck Liddell. They won't let him fight anymore. Oh, so absolutely. He's going off card, and he's like, "I can still do this. I can still do this." I'm like, "Just because you can still physically fight does not mean you should." Right. Because exactly. how many times have you taken hits to the head? What's it going to do to your health later on? And I feel like all sorts of contact sports. You know, football. You know, it, it, any like you couldn't believe. You know, people get. That sort of thing from like riding boats and stuff from the vibration from your it just and I don't think that it's common knowledge that this is possible and the side effects that could happen when these players and fighters and athletes and entertainers later on in life the risk that they actually put their bodies through yeah you know? I think I think, yeah. I think he went through a lot because like number one he he had some he had some he probably had more than ten concussions and then. And then Eddie Eddie Guerrero's death was probably leaned on yeah. him probably a lot, and so that I, that mixture I think that had a lot. Yeah, yeah that mixture yeah. is just was not is not conducive it for was him. A perfect storm. Basically. Yeah, and it, so you know the the good thing about that that show is that it was really well told, mm-hmm. and it was like it was, it was really, it's well it told, really was. and it had different perspectives, and so they they said that they they didn't want to do that show without. Um, Without the sister, right? And so they, yeah, I, they can't, I can't remember her name. Yeah, I think I think it was Kathy, or Catherine, Catherine, Kath, and, something like that. Yeah. Um, and so that was, um, and they also had um, Chris's older son David was on it too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jim Jim Ross was there. Um, Dean Malenko. Um, 
what's his name Chavo uh, Chavo and and, oh, and, Chris yeah, and Chris Jericho yeah and Chris Jericho Chris and uh, Guerrero's wife too. yeah Vicky Guerrero yeah so it was it was it was it was, a, it was a good it was a really good different angles and they were talk they talked about it so well because like actually I watched this is actually a really good series and they. I watched Bruiser Brody's uh, murder, and then I watched the Montreal Screw uh, Screw Job, and I watched Dino Hernandez's death. Yeah, and Vice puts out good stuff. Yeah, and so these guys, these guys are really like they grew up wrestling fans, and they were really passionate about it. And some of these stories, like they they wanted to do this the, the Chris story that was mm-hmm. that was top on their list, but they they were doing some stories that they didn't even heard of, and which I thought was awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. But this story, man, it's just like I was watching it. I wa- I watched it in two separate nights. I, w- I told Chris about it. I watched the first part, and then I watched the second part the next day after I talked to Chris. And um, man, I I wanted. I mean, I felt bad. I I wanted to cry because yeah. I just yeah. It's um, hard not to. It's like he's a. You know, when it after it happened, and you find out why. At first, it's like really, really sad, and it's like, oh well. Fuck that piece of shit, blah blah blah. But yeah. you know, it just seems like he was a victim to himself too. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, Chris Jericho said it best that this, that this death, his death, almost ended the business. Yeah, it almost ended the business, and mm-hmm. it, it changed it dramatically because, like, they have a heavy, 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 like policy now, uh, which yeah, they, 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 sh- they, they should have. Yeah, they should have had it back then, but they wouldn't have near what they have now if this hadn't happened. Yeah. Um, and I mean, cause like he was, uh, you know, Chris, Chris was like a huge, huge, huge wrestling fan. And he, he was in the business and I'm pretty sure he, he, he wouldn't cause after this, he, he got erased. He got erased from history. Yeah. Right. Well, he, he'll, he'll never be mentioned in WWE yeah. again. Never. And, well, and, and here's, yeah, you know, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, it's like, well, I understand it to a point. Yeah. At the same time, I think it's foolish because, you know, they. I think they. Sh- it should be discussed honestly, and Vince won't do that. I know, and it's he, ridiculous he because he's he a businessman. But that just to me, I mean, if not with the public, with at least with his athletes, you know, um, mm-hmm. because it's a serious deal. It's like, dude, you got to take into this kind of thing, and like the risk that they take and. You know, I understand that you know, drug wise or whatever, but you got you got to really think about their bodies and what could happen after they leave the ring. If they, if they do it in the right context, then I think it should be it should be talked about, and it should be it should be in the context of this is look look how far it could go. You know, look yeah. at, look look at where it could end up. Um, if you do this or, or if you take too many shots to the head, you know, um, but even I still don't believe he should ever, I, I don't think anybody like that should be mortalized. And I, I get right. he, he was, he was messed up in the head and, and he, he had a lot of stuff going on, but I don't think anybody that does anything like that should be mortalized in anything right. um, in history. I, I just don't believe it. But for them not to ever mention him or talk about him, because he was one of the greatest wrestlers ever to wrestle. Yep. And um, for them to – don't put him in the Hall of Fame. I get it. If you don't want to put him in the Hall of Fame, don't put him in the Hall of Fame. But never to mention him, I don't think – I don't – You know, they'll – It should be talked about. They'll, they'll never, never, never say this, but um, 
you know, his his defection from WCW was one of the one of the main reasons why you know WWE won the Monday Night Wars. They won't yeah. they won't talk about it because oh, like because like he he was it was him Eddie and Jericho mm-hmm. that left WCW came over WWE yeah. because WCW overlooked those guys because they were small and yep. statue and they weren't hey, big guess guys. What Guess what happened? The tide turned. Yeah. It's ridiculous because, you know, when I was a kid and I was watching during that time, I watched WCW over WW, what was WWF at the time. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. you know, those guys were like, you know, when I think about it, those are three of the main guys that I remember. Yep. And that's just as ridiculous yeah. to me. It yep. doesn't make any sense. They, they Those three guys came over at the same time. Yeah. And I think Chavo came over. Yeah, they, too. All, they all. Yeah. Yeah. Chavo came with them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but when when that happened, there was a distinct difference. That, I mean, it was it wasn't even close, man. They they came over and they just took over. And I mean, because like the Monday night, yeah, the Monday Night Wars was changed. Yeah, completely, completely. Because so, I, I can't. I, can't. I, I, I think I Go. think too. I have to say this before I forget it. I think too. Uh, part of the reason why uh, McMahon is how he is on the subject is because he felt like a fool because they did that memorial right after before they had any of the information right. out. I think he felt like a fool for doing that. Well, he he, he should have he, known his wrestlers. He need, and he needed to exactly. let that shit go because nobody knew. Nobody knew I the know, details. Nobody, the, 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 news, the news sources didn't even know. Right. So, but... I think he felt like a fool for doing that, and I I think that weighs a lot on on his decision not to yeah. to, to ever talk about him again. And he <clears> might <throat> have some some shit going with his conscience. I don't know if you guys have watched yeah. the Andre the Giant uh, documentary, right? But it gets pretty heavy with Vince on it. Yeah, it does. And there's um, a lot of stuff on there about you. And I think there's I think he probably has a lot of regret with a lot of things that he's done in the business. And yeah. He said well, himself he, that he, he did a lot to... of shady moves. He's done a lot of shady crap, man. You know, so, and I we got about let me see, we got like like seven seven minutes ago. Um, what what I'll say in close about um, you know this that show was uh, the good thing about it is that Chris Jericho got um Chris uh, Benoit's wife uh, sister. And his yeah, and his yeah, and his yeah. uh, older son to contact each other. He gave them each other's yeah. num- really? like numbers because they hadn't talked since that night of the. Because I think David was supposed to be there, but wasn't. And you know, um, so he he wasn't. You know, he went to the funeral, but I think that's the last time he he talked to his aunt. And so yeah. Jer- Jericho gave David and uh, the the wife's. I can't think of her name right now. Uh, number and they, think, yeah. they they called each other and talked for two hours and uh, I think he flew them out to a AEW Ch- uh, Chicago show and there the, yeah. the, the 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 video ends with them talking and spending time together you know and, and you know connecting back again so Jericho's good peeps he is man he's he's man, Jer- he, I'm telling you Jericho is, is man AEW did it right when they let Jericho have the reins yeah. and let mm-hmm. him go with it because because he'll he'll carry any show, any any anything. He he's just I'm a big yeah big Jericho. Fan. He's a front man. Yeah, I mean in, in on, you know all aspects, he knows how to how to work on, on audience. I I just reconnected yeah. with his podcast right now. Yeah, this weekend. So I've listened to like six of his episodes. 
and it's good. It's got mm-hmm. you know he's he's talk he talks to Matt talks to Brody Lee, um. So he's you know he's got some he's got some good he's got some good material and he and doesn't I, he doesn't hold back. I love I love the thing that uh, the the thing they got going on with Hardy and, and Jericho right now because yeah. <laughs> the, the Hardy boys man in his his again, condition. Yeah, he's condition. So, um, but yeah. Even though their little their little one on one that they had the other night was kind of weird, and it yeah, I think they kind of added the whole lot of that. It was it was kind of strange, but anyway. Um, so we got <laughs> we got like five minutes left. I need we need to talk about what we're gonna call this show. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> man. I never. I think I picked one name for a show, and it's our lowest rating show. So um, I won't do that anymore. Quick, quick spoiler. Um, <laughs> quick, quick, quick spoiler. Uh, Drew just beat Brock. Yes, thank you. So uh, he's now the WWE champion. So man, I've missed it. I'm not. I'm not super excited, but I'm crazy excited. I guess oh, that's kind of the same thing. I just don't want Brock to be the champion no more. Yeah, me, yeah, me too. I, I love Brock. So I, I, I love what he does, but I'm glad he was able to he was able to you know push this young talent. So yeah. So um, but he's 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 gonna get it back. So yeah. I know what's gonna happen. You know, he probably get it back next pay per view. So. What's what's the should we call this WrestleMania 36? Sure. S- since we talk we talk mostly about WrestleMania, then I mean. You you call it what you want it. I right. told you I came up with the one the one title that I came up with as our lowest ranking episode. So. The only other suggestion I would be is like he had he had big feet. <laughs> he, <laughs> he had big hands. He, had really big hands. <laughs> he was all hunched over and black hair. What if what he if black and hunched over? What if what if we call it what if we call it Christopher Walken's dad's WrestleMania thirty six? <laughs> that sounds like clickbait. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Oh, okay, uh, all right. Call all the above. So. <clears throat> Just pick one, and then AKA. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Walken's dad, AKA he had big feet, uh, AKA. <laughs> WrestleMania 36. <laughs> WrestleMania 36. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Any any shout outs to anybody? Hey, always shout out to my my family in the living room watching David Blaine. Did you say um, Did you say family? Family. Are they word, eating right? tortillas and jalapenos? Funny, funny. No, they're eating my stew. They're eating my stew that I made that I'm oh. ready to eat. So, <laughs> Fon, gonna get mad at you. But, um, I know it. Familia. Anyway. My family, poor favor. My wife my wife and baby's in the in the living room eating up on the on the stew and watching Dave Blaine. Um always shout out to them. I want to give a shout out to everybody that's listening to this during this, this trying time and uh we wanna give you content to listen to while while you're at home and we're I'm figuring out. Yeah. yeah. Um so thank you for downloading. Thank you for for being a part of this this show and uh, yeah, always go go to our Facebook page. Give us comments. Go to our Twitter. Give us comments, and it's uh, it's going to be posted um, later on tonight. So the, at, I don't know what. There's no way that they're going to be like okay. 
because if <laughs> if it's posted, then they're listening to it, so yeah. they already know that. Yeah, they, then they they can comment. <laughs> this on is gonna it. be posted later, and just then, so you know. Yeah, and then then they can comment on it. <laughs> so, but um, but anyway, okay. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for being part of it. Thanks for calling in, and um, we're gonna call it. We're gonna call this show. And Nochi. I know, right? Let me just key this out real quick. All right, here we go.